Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports. And part two of our Comic-Con coverage today, we're going to deal with Marvel and a few other things that dropped on us at uh, last weekend's Comic-Con. Kevin Miller's still here. How's it going, Kevin? Not too bad. Podcast week. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, definitely getting closer and closer to that Centennial episode. Um, so, we promised a little Marvel talk. Earlier in this week, we we hit up all the DC stuff that they had to offer, and we we even talked about a couple of things, and something occurred to me afterwards. Um, We talked about that Star Trek show. Uh, What was the official title of that? Uh, Star Trek Discovery. And what do you think the shorthand for that show will be? Hmm. Oh, I think that, he thinks that was an oversight. <laughs> well, if we're getting real technical here, and not to pick apart your joke, because it's a good one, <laughs> but the, the the term that is more accepted now is STIs. <laughs> True. Star Trek Insurrection. <laughs> also a thing that exists. Oh, oh boy. Good. So... I guess we'll a lot of the characters in Star Trek Insurrection look like they have STIs, so that kind of works. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the big boy, because we, we, we started with the big boy that uh, DC dropped the other day. I would say that the big boy that they dropped would be the Doctor Strange 2 trailer. That is the big one that I came up with, yes. Um, what are your... I mean, I guess I'll say what I feel about this, because the Marvel stands, they are foaming at the mouth for this one. Sure. And, I mean, probably with good reason. Uh, this is a beloved character, is it not? I, I don't know if he's as beloved. I mean, this is one oh, of Doctor Strange. Oh, you think Strange. that people are coming out of the woodwork now? Band yeah, yeah Doctor Strange is, yeah, Strange is one of those guys who... who everyone's heard of, but no one cares about <laughs> Yeah, well, everyone's heard of, but no one necessarily knows that, that body of work. Mm. I mean, I, I, I know... A lot of the periphery stuff. I've never been a a huge Doctor Strange fan. Like yeah, I know, I mean, it's much like everything I... Marvel coming into it. Yeah. Like I, I've learned a lot since the MCU began, uh, mm-hmm. and the one that I was most familiar with, thankfully, was Iron Man. Uh, so that was a good way in. Uh, but the, all I know about Doctor Strange going into this movie is uh, Doctor Stephen Strange is his name. He's a magician of some kind, and there's someone or something called the Ancient One, and that's basically it. Like, I have no idea who anyone else is playing. I have no idea who the villain is supposed to be. And I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, no one knows who Mads Mikkelsen... Even, like, hardcore Doctor Strange guys have no idea who Mads Mikkelsen is supposed to be. Well, I mean, that's the fun thing about the MCU is now that they're on, like, their 14th movie, they can dive into, like, you know, hey, here's a villain that was in one issue in 1958, and, you know, we're making Mads Mikkelsen play him on the big screen. Yeah, (laughs) and... My thing about just talking specifically about the trailer... Mm -hmm. It's it's um it's not a good it's not good is is what I'll say. The Marvel fans are kind of kicking uh, kicking like um falling all over themselves to praise this this trailer and and saying you know look look how good it is and I'm sorry but it's the Inception trailer featuring Benedict Cumberbatch. That's all it is. Uh, I'm actually okay with that. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it is. But, I mean, you you can't slip one past Matt Pierce is what I'm trying well, to say. Well, I know. Listen, it didn't slip it past me either. But, you know, I, I'm not going to not see this movie. And the trailer was impressive yeah. in the way that we were kind of hoping. Like, there was a lot of action stuff happening in this trailer in the way that we kind of hoped we would get from uh, the, the Wonder Woman trailer, as we discussed yesterday. Agreed. I mean, this trailer is not going to deter me from going to see the movie at all. So, so what would you would have what would you, you would have preferred? No, I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just not as quick. I'm not saying it was... I mean, I, I, earlier I said it was a bad is trailer. It, is it just that it's not enough to jump on the bandwagon? <laughs> yeah, like, well, for me, it's 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 not, I'm not, uh, for lack of a better term, I'm not going to start slurping this trailer, because there was a lot of slurping this trailer going on with, the like, the Marvel stands for this one, and I'm like, yeah, fine, but as long as they're willing to admit that all they did was the Inception trailer featuring Benedict Cumberbatch, I mean, it wasn't really new, they didn't really hit any new beats, and it just, honestly, it looked exactly like the Inception trailer. And, yeah, with a, with a dash of Matrix thrown in for fun. <laughs> yeah, and it just, it, 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 lack of a better term, didn't seem very original to me. It was, it was just, like I said, the Inception trailer, except Benedict Cumberbatch had the crazy Doctor Strange coat on, cloak on, which was cool. That was actually the coolest part of the trailer when he did. He just where flicked he, it on. <laughs> yeah, where he floated the uh, the cloak onto himself. That that was the coolest part. But all like the buildings moving and stuff. It was like we've seen this before, people. Let's not, you know, let's not just be like, oh, Marvel, <laughs> right? Like you know, yeah, <laughs> like, fair enough. Like take a step back. Look at what they're doing, guys. Well, I guess that maybe you know. I'm coming at these things in a vacuum, right? Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not following the minute-to-minute fan reaction to this sort of stuff so much as I'm reacting to it myself. And I'm not mm-hmm. trying to call you out on the table here, but it, it seems like you're being contrarian for mm-hmm. no real other purpose than being contrarian. Maybe. Well, no, I would, I would, I would, I would say that I was being contrarian for no other reason than being contrarian. If Marvel didn't have like, because everyone is so slurp-heavy on the Doctor Strange trailer, when Marvel showed other stuff that's just way more worthy of of the slurp than oh, okay. well listen yeah i mean we can we can get into that hashtag black panther yeah <laughs> once again hashtag black panther and i'm gonna yeah. hold you to maybe 10 minutes of black panther talk i don't think i can do 40 that'll never happen <laughs> i might disconnect uh, i have nothing to talk about when it comes to black panther because i don't know much at all even less than dr strange <laughs> But, uh, well, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I get what you mean, though. It's it's the one big trailer that they had, whereas DC had a lot of less big trailers, I would say. Um, so it was the one thing that if you're a Marvel fan, you latched onto this because you couldn't really latch onto the Daredevil Season 3 teaser, which had literally nothing in it, you know? Yeah, but yeah, we can, we can get in, we can segue into the Netflix stuff now. So you mentioned the Daredevil Season 3 teaser, teaser which was just, hey, it's coming, right? Uh, hey, there's a subway stop for, uh, for Hell's Kitchen, and then the light yeah. flickers, and now there's blood on that sign, and then the Daredevil text comes up. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, yes, <laughs> it's not even really a good teaser, because it doesn't tease anything. We knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't like, I, I think I'm out, I'm I'm kind of out on teasers in general, because teasers, at the heart, they're just a trailer for a trailer. Yeah, then I'm generally with really you, and down. the ones that I like are the ones that it's for something that I know I'm excited for. 
Um, mm. And it's just to kind of give me a hint at what I might see in six months on the trailer, because it, it, the teaser's usually like 30 seconds, if that. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's just like a, you know, hey, here's a visual element that maybe you can get excited over, and you won't see any more of it until we show you a, a trailer in six months, and that's fine. Like uh, like the uh, Star Trek one we talked about yesterday, because I like the look of the ships in the Star Trek universe, and, you know, here's a new one that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And you go like, oh, man, so they have, like, their nacelles in that configuration. I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm sure there are other Trek nerds who are like, huh, so it's this class of starship, or, you know, this is like an un- unseen sort of configuration that we haven't seen before. I wonder what's unique about this ship and why do they have their bridge in that position, and et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And uh, it at least gives us something to kind of latch on to. <laughs> Whereas this one was like, hey, there's a subway, and we could have assumed that. <laughs> There's going to be blood yeah. in the next season. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch. Uh, I, I'm, I mean, I was already in on season yeah, exactly. three of Daredevil, right? Like, I wasn't, I wasn't going anywhere. Um, despite the fact that I, I was, uh, that season two was really mediocre in my eyes. I did, I did not enjoy that. I, I didn't like it as much as the first one, and I think actually, if I were to no. go back and listen to our review of season two, my mm-hmm. my feelings on it might have diminished even a little bit since then. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, well, I, I enjoyed it enough to keep watching. It's very much like uh, Arrow season three or four in that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Iron Fist teaser we got. We got a couple shots of. Uh... I'm curious to hear what you think about the Iron Fist teaser. Because you know I, this character much more than I do, and I wonder if there's anything to latch onto there. I mean, it's exactly what it is. You, you, you see Boho, Danny Rand, and it's uh, Finn Jones <laughs> in in who looks the part. I just I keep coming back to the same thing of I, I wish they didn't go with Finn Jones. Nothing against Finn Jones. He's he was awesome as as Sir Loras in Game of Thrones, and I'm I'm sure whatever other stuff he's done over in Europe, he's been fantastic in, and he's a great actor. And I'm sure he'll slay it as Danny Rand. Mm-hmm. But I just this character they should have cast an Asian guy as this character. I keep coming back to that because I hate this old school trope of the white guy who goes to Asia and learns martial arts better than the Asian people. It's just it's just dumb, but. I'll get over it, and Finn Jones will kill it, and it will likely be a lot of fun, because they're going to add a lot of the mysticism, and he's going to get his magical dragon punch, mm-hmm. and we're going to see some, it'll like uh, probably see some really good choreography as far as the fight scenes go, and, and whatnot, and... Yeah, that's what I'm looking I'm, forward to. Just, yeah, um, as someone who forward. never watched a lot of kung fu movies, I'm kind of interested mm-hmm. in seeing like a modern take on what is supposed to be like a sort of 60s and 70s style kung fu exploitation movie. Like, yeah, that's absolutely. kind of the vibe I'm, I'm getting that they'll do here. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, for better or worse, but you know, I'm kind of excited to see what the modern take on that is, especially in a in a uh, a a series where we'll later see the introduction of the defenders as a whole, and he'll just be one piece of that puzzle. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm kind of excited, and mostly because I don't know anything about this character or anything like that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm. Well, Danny Rand. Like, um, we've talked about. Maybe I haven't actually said this before, but here's the. I think I might be able to actually put it into words now. When I see something come out from the MCU or related to MCU over the last, let's say, five years, um, 
I even when I don't know what to expect or have trepidation, I'm generally willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. Whereas if I were to see an equal quality DC trailer, I'm willing. I have that trepidation. I don't know what they're really doing, and mm-hmm. I get worried. <laughs> now, if you saw like uh, DC's version of Iron Fist, like if mm-hmm. it, I think it depends where you're coming from with more uh, with DC. I, I completely agree with you on both sides, but I think it depends where you're coming with as far as Warner Brothers. Whereas if you were to get say Booster Gold on the CW, you'd be like. All right, they're gonna. Well, they, yeah, and I mean that—that's kind of the unfair yeah. point that tips the scales uh, towards DC for me, which is to say mm-hmm. that you know the DC universe is my baby. <laughs> I, I just want to see everyone on it, and I mean Booster Gold especially is a character who's known for being a you know wise ass and having fun, right? Yeah, like but, so you'd be like he's kind of like the I Flash, mean, which is why I love the Flash so much. <laughs> at the same point, though, if it was like. Booster Gold, the movie, written by David Goyer and directed by Zack Snyder. You'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ, no. I'd be like, oh, right. dear God, no. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like, Yeah, yeah, which is why, you know, I was kind of relieved, and we discussed this yesterday, to get a... Uh, I mean, we had, a, a like, almost an entire scene with Ezra Miller as The Flash, and yeah. I'm relieved to say I didn't hate him. <laughs> Someone pointed out, I can't remember who it was. I wish I could give him credit, but one of the one of the other people who reviewed that trailer basically said it's not a trailer uh, for the for Justice League. Basically said it's not a trailer as much as it was just a sizzle reel of what they've already, you know, yeah, shot. Yeah, it's almost basically. like a screen test. Like, eh, yeah, and I was like, eh, good point. <laughs> well, and I mean, that's fine, too. Like, And I, I mentioned this on our, our previous episode, is it, it served its purpose in so much as, because I'm sure I'm sure we'll get, like, three more trailers before the movie comes out. Um, this one served its purpose of, like, here's, like, two characters who haven't been introduced into this uh, DC universe other than, like, 20-second video clips on Luthor's computer. Um, so let's introduce them in like a one minute scene each and have that be enough for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I saw a lot of people wondering where the Jessica Jones season two trailer was. And I was I actually, I looked for it because there was one for everything else on Netflix. And I was like, is they don't like have a 20 second teaser. No, no, they don't have the source material. They don't have the source material for that character until they do a season with, like, I'll bet you she shows up in the, and we'll get to the Luke Cage trailer, because the Luke Cage trailer was awesome. Ooh, baby, I do like it, Roth. And <laughs> the, like, the, <laughs> there's Jessica Jones. They basically did all of the source material for Jessica Jones in season one. So now the other Jessica Jones stuff they have is, because they're not going to do, go back and do when she was Jewel and a superhero, right? No. The only stuff they have after that is her and Luke Cage as the interracial couple who now have a baby, mm-hmm. which was called the Pulse. But in order to do that, we have to first know who Luke Cage is. So we need a so we need a season with Luke Cage. So once the Luke Cage season one is over, mm-hmm. then maybe we can get a season where it's the Pulse and it's just Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, and you can call it like Luke Cage slash Jessica Jones season two. So or much the like same that. way at the end of like Daredevil season two, yeah. we got like the Luke Cage teaser at the end of that season. You think mm-hmm. we'll get something from Jessica Jones at the end of Luke Cage? I, I possibly. I'll bet she. Well, it depends how they're going to tell this Luke Cage story because it looks like they're going through his. 
like based on this trailer, it looks like they're doing the origin of Luke Cage and whether or not on the, on the timeline that's going to fall before or after he meets Jessica Jones. I imagine we'll get a little bit of him before and then like the Jessica Jones character is going to show up. Although they haven't been big on the crossovers in, in the Netflix series so far in the three seasons of, te- uh, of television that they've done to Daredevil and one Jessica Jones. Which I'm actually I'm, kind of okay with, other than it's supposed to yeah. be like this real small section of town, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we had, uh, who was it, Jerry Hogarth? Yeah, the Jerry Hogarth character. And uh, uh, Rosario, who had uh, yeah. had a bigger role. Even Rosario's his, the glue. Yeah, yeah, who even had a bigger um, a role in this past season of Daredevil than she might have even in the first. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I just suspect that we'll see Rosario at the very least. Yeah, not that she could. Well, she certainly seems to be the glue that is just keeping them all together. And you know what? I wouldn't even be surprised if, judging by the end of the last season of um, of Daredevil, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Foggy in the mix. <laughs> True. Well, it could be also something like if they do his entire or like Luke Cage's entire origin scene. And then at the end, you show him at his bar, and he's, like, wiping up the bar, and then Jessica Jones walks in, and she's like, you know, can I get a shot of whiskey or whatever? Oh, I see, like, everything leads up to what we've already seen. Yeah, exactly, that sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I just, I don't know what they're going to do, and I I can't see them. I'm just saying that they don't have enough source material to do a Jessica Jones season two, Mm -hmm. unless they just completely... They just pick a guy, and they're like, okay, he's the bad guy of this one. And Well, and then they probably could do that. Like, from what I understand yeah. now, they're writing more Jessica Jones comics now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, Based on the, we uh, might get something completely original. And, I mean, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world either. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be too bad. And, there, like, there is stuff there that they didn't touch in the original run, but it's all just kind of, like, one-issue yeah. adventures of her. Exactly, yeah, because it's like, you know, here's her case, and she solves it within two yeah. issues, and mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah, comes and to at least a conclusion within two issues. <laughs> yeah, and that really wouldn't be huge for... That just wouldn't really be work for a Netflix series, I don't think, because Netflix likes to do the ongoing stories. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it wouldn't be bad for like, a, and I was saying this yesterday, with like a sort of serial sort of aspect where it's like, you know, she has like an overarching sort of theme for the season, but during the course of it, she has like these sort of one-off, uh, you know, cases that she's handling with it over the course of like an episode, sort of like Veronica Mars. Yes. Like, I would be okay with that formula. I was okay with it with Veronica Mars. <laughs> People love that. Too. Yeah. Wouldn't be bad. I'm just saying. I'll bet. I'll bet we 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 see uh, Jessica Jones. In, in it might even be for like one line that I see. Uh, like I said, though, they haven't really been huge on doing the uh, the crossovers for this one. And maybe um, the way they lead into it is that the, the very last scene, like you know, it, maybe it's not a prequel, and maybe the very last scene is you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, JJ showing up at Luke's bar or wherever he's kind of celebrating, you know, hey, this is won the season. And yeah. uh, no, I was going to say that she's pregnant. I was going to say that she's like beat to shit and she's like, I need your help. <laughs> and yeah, uh, and then we like get the sort of tease into what her, like, that's mm-hmm. how the season ends and we get like a quick 30 second, like, what she's been up to sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Could and work. Just join her, whatever her story is now, kind of mise en scene. Immediate res and other French Latin terms. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
What did you think of the actual Luke Cage trailer? Uh, I loved it. <laughs> it's exactly yeah. what I want. It's <laughs> just like, hey, we've got a minute. People already know who this character is from little bits and pieces that we've showed in this show and another. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just have him wreck shit for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it was really good. Great choice of song. I can't wait for the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, no, and I was, was going to point that out, too. I'm like, I bet you were just waiting to, like, buy this oh, God, yes. like, on, uh, net, on like, iTunes or something like that. I am well prepared for it, because, like, I know they brought in a few members of uh, a tribe called Quest and the Wu-Tang Clan to do, <gasps> was, to score it and do a lot of the original. I was going to say, I bet, like, Riz is involved in this one. <laughs> yeah, I think he is, so there's going to be some, like, or probably some original beats for this, uh, particular series where I'll be like, oh my god, I gotta get that one right, like, just for listening to while I walk down the street and stuff like that. Yeah, when I'm, when I'm throwing a car door through a foyer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do. Like, like we don't, uh, uh, much like the, uh, where we don't know who the bad guy in Doctor Strange is going to be, well, I guess, well, we know Matt Mickelson is going to be the bad guy. We just don't know who he is. We don't really know much of what's going on in Luke Cage either. My guess is they'll do the thing where, because uh, he's, he's in Harlem and he's trying to save his, it, it, the whole thing with the Defenders is the Defenders are all trying to, like, rescue their, like, Daredevil's fighting for a block. Jessica Jones was, yeah, Jessica Jones was fighting for like, kind of her apartment. Yeah, basically and, office. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm fighting for my apartment slash office and my mind. Home alone five. And, <laughs> yeah. My home, and, I have to defend it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, interesting that you would use the word. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, Luke Cage looks like he's going to be defending his neighborhood as well, right? Like, he's he's going to be defending his Yeah, yeah. Neighbors. I mean, for... Better probably famous. for yeah for for better uh, term uh, better terms that I can't really think of right now his his kind of his hood <laughs> yeah his hood because he kind of had like that uh, you know the the trope is the uh, elderly wise black man who he was having the yeah. conversation with at the beginning of it mm-hmm. always good reminds me of the the scene in Coming to America when, when they're in the barber shop and he's like because Mama called him Cassius I'm gonna call him Cassius. <laughs> <laughs> God, I can't wait for Luke Cage. It's going to be so good. They got to find a way to work in like the uh like the, his like original Power Man outfit, although I don't know how they do it because uh well, just like a, like a like a yellow shirt. <laughs> yeah, well well it was the mustard yellow sh- it was like the bright mustard yellow shirt with the jeans, but also he had like the giant afro with the headband, you know, where he looked like Dolomite. So there'd be no way he could do it. I don't, I don't think he'll be rocking the afro, but I wouldn't be surprised no. if like it shows him like training or at like the gym on a treadmill, running with like a like, you know an Under Armour yellow T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the way to do it. Just something like that. Just a little little something for the fans. But like, I mean, the only way to do it would be if you did because like, we had like a brief little uh, jewel costume in uh, Jessica Jones, yeah. right? In like a flashback. <laughs> Which led to the first time the phrase camel toe was used in a uh, yeah. <laughs> comic movie, TV show, or whatever. But uh, the only way I could think of doing it off the top of my dome piece would be if he was, like, on his way to a costume party, and he was like, hey, I'm Shaft, and had, like, the, the <laughs> put on the afro with the headband and the mustard, and I'd be like, and it was just like, he looked like Power Man from the 60s. That would be the, probably the, the only way off the top of my dome that you could do it, and... I'd love it, and people, and you could, you know, still not have him have that afro. <laughs> yep, be the afro ninja. 
Yeah. The beats by Rizzo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, so good. Hey, he did the beats in that one, too. Uh, the Defenders, we got a little teaser for that. Mm-hmm. All five of them there. Really cool um, editing on the graphics for that I one. I actually was, really like the way they put together the title for it, where it was definitely yeah. like, hey, we've taken together all their logos and just ripped them apart like a newspaper ransom letter. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I, I enjoyed the creativity they used in that one. Yeah, that and was, I mean, nothing was shown. <laughs> It's just like, you know, here's, like, a name that you might recognize and a logo and, like, a newspaper clipping and, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, all we need is a title, and I was very happy with the titles. <laughs> I don't know if I've got anything else to say. But <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, it's more than I'll have to say about the uh, Ghost Rider I teaser. Think, yes, yes, I was going to say, so that's it for Netflix, so let's slide into network television, and the big thing we got for... Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming off a decent season three. Yeah. Yeah, a decent season three. Not great, but decent. So that's a show, like... Definitely better than season two. I feel season like I two might actually have to go back to that show. You need to watch season two because you need to watch um, one of the worst actresses of all time play the bad guy in season two and sit there and wonder, like I did... Why she was their best choice? Yeah, I'll need to. I need to start. I'll need to do it exactly like I did season one, which is watch yeah. half of it as it was coming out, get bored, stop, watch the full first season in like a weekend, and love it because I can watch it all at once. And then you know, and then it's the same with season two. I watch like the first eight episodes or something like that, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> and I think yeah, I just need to force myself to get through it. And uh, if guy, season three picks it up a bit more, then. Eh. I'll get to it. And the guy who plays Grant Ward is finally like I don't I don't want to like I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it for you and anybody who technically hasn't uh, seen it, but th- like they find a way for that guy to stick around for seasons two and three. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> and at the end of season three, he's finally gone. So. I'm really excited for us not to have to deal with the piece of dry white toast that is Brett Dalton <laughs> for another season. So, <laughs> I mean, goodbye. Yeah, like, just like, thank God we're moving on from, so, from uh, that. But now that said, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have all pissed me off anyway. Like, they're pretty impossible to root for. My biggest. So, Warder Hoffman, Pierce. <laughs> Who'd you get out oh, of the way of a truck? <laughs> Uh, okay. Probably Ward, because we at least had that cool moment where he was like, uh, I'm actually a member of Hydra, even though I saw that coming a mile away. Oh, the, the lie test? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there were cool scenes in season one, but he was just dry white toast. There was no reason for that to go on for another two seasons, and it did. And well, I'm actually curious now to see how they continue to justify having him around. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't do a very good job, is what I'll say. Um Ghost Rider, <laughs> not uh, not one of my guys. Um, no, corny. Yeah, very I, like, very who's, corny. Whose guy um, is that? <laughs> he is a like what motorcycle guy? How do you describe a Ghost Rider fan? What is a Ghost Rider fan? <laughs> I well. I assume they're also a Spawn fan. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Well, that's fair. You know, like, it's just, this character, to me, I mean, I believe he was created back in the 70s, but rose to prominence in the 90s era of 
leather jackets and anti-heroes and, and Snake Plissken. <laughs> yeah, Snake Pliskins and Todd McFarlane was able to have a career in the 90s and stuff, right? And hasn't, hasn't been able to... Deadpool keep it was invented. <laughs> yeah, Deadpool was... You know, we were able to... Yeah, Right. What a grim time. <laughs> yeah. There there's a there's a, a comic series I would stab my eyes to, to never read would be like a Ghost Rider Deadpool spawn crossover. I re I recently tried to rewatch that spawn that HBO uh spawn animated series from the nineties, which stylistically was fucking gorgeous. That's not a point, yeah, definitely. But and and the voice acting in it is is tremendous. On you know like Keith David was doing the voice of Spawn, fantastic. And like all the voice actors, score, artists and whatnot, all deserve their due. The writers, they tried. So, <laughs> they did their best. So <laughs> there was nothing going on. If you really watch, and that went on for three seasons. And if you really watch it, watch it. I mean, it has great moments, but it's it's not a good TV show. Like it's not it's not weaving a, a really good story web is what I would say gotcha. that 90 that's something we should revisit on this pod in the future mm-hmm. but I'm talking Ghost Rider and they're not doing the Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider that everybody not me knows and loves I guess I guess they're doing a, a some newer guy I've never heard of called Robbie Reyes or Reyes Robbie Reyes I'm guessing because he's supposed to be half Mexican or all Mexican I'm not sure okay um yeah, don't know his story as opposed to Johnny Blaze's, but it'll be the Robbie Reyes uh, guy who was apparently created in a couple years ago. Well, they'll take an agency to, you know, make a CG shot look cool because this was an entirely CG teaser that was, like, not even 30 seconds, I don't think it was. Um, yeah, no, it was just the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. logo, and then it got wrapped up in chains, which then set on fire, and then there was a skull. Yeah, fire. that wasn't even a human skull. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like that was no, that's not what a skull looks like, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, so well, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what they're gonna do again. I don't know Robbie Reyes' story, so I don't know if he's because like Johnny Blaze is the character who died and then came back to life as the Ghost Rider. But I don't know if Robbie Reyes is just a guy who like maybe he's just a guy who rides around and has, like, a special mask that makes him look like the Ghost Rider. I have no idea. Oh, There's, like, no mystical element to whatever. <laughs> Could be. I have no idea. Don't know about this character whatsoever. Not a, a Ghost Rider fan. Ghost Rider does not bring anything to the table for me. So, I mean, I'm, maybe they'll do a cool version of him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I'll, I'll finally be on board with this character. But uh, Finally, a superhero that uh, Nick Cage was able to play. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, right? At least there's that. It's community yeah, I, service for Nick Cage. Yeah, I never bothered watching Of course you didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, Johnny Blaze. Not him. Robbie Ray. Johnny Blaze out. Robbie Ray is... Right. I, I mean, if the, the goal of this was to hook people back into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I mean, sorry, miss. <laughs> yeah. Well, Robbie Reyes doesn't even... like That sounds like a shortstop for the Padres, by the way. Like, like, Boo. Nah, it does! I'm sorry! Yeah, <laughs> like, Ken the Dominican. Sounds like a baseball player. Like, seriously, it sounds like a shortstop. Good name, Maybe though. he I is. Like we don't know. <laughs> that's true. I haven't read. He could easily... Maybe that's his backstory. Failed short stuff and then oh god who knows um yikes yeah does ghost rider move the needle for you specifically at all Absolutely as far not. as the shield 
<laughs> it reminded me that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a thing that exists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> had its moments, but like I said, I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll say it again. I, I find it, the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in general, emphatically unlikable, the way they're portrayed in the show. Because they don't, yeah. Well, and you know, like they don't treat situations like they're arrogant all the time, and they don't treat the the dangerous situations as you know a threat to their well being. Yeah, so they I've, just... I've I've mentioned this. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but uh, I during a kind of rough time in my life uh, watched seven seasons of Bones. Uh, yeah. And eventually stopped because I realized, hey, wait a minute, I'm only watching this because I have a lot of free time, because I was unemployed at the time, <laughs> and yeah. I don't like any characters on the show. I don't identify with anyone, and they're all mm-hmm. unlikable. Like, yeah. you, you can't hook me into a show unless I can at least identify with a character, if not like them. Like, not every show has a mm-hmm. likable character, like... There are very few in, say, Game of Thrones or, like, uh, Breaking Bad, for example. But you need that hook <laughs> yeah. to be able to relate to someone, at least on some level. And when everyone is kind of just a smug, wise-ass, it's like, oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> I would say the only relatable character, and oddly enough, it's, you know, the guy who is, like, six seven and built, like, a brick shithouse... The guy who plays Mac, who does not look like a you know regular walking around human being at all, yeah. like he's he looks like he should be yeah. you know fighting the Rock or something. Yeah, like I was that. just gonna say that his understudy is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, um, Rock the Dwayne. Yeah, he, that's exactly what he is. He looks like Discount Rock, but I mean, like still brick shit house. And he's the only character on this show that actually seems like a real person who could exist because you know agent golson is a guy he's like i know what's going on all the time so i'm never in danger and stuff like that and and well he always just looks like he's like even when he doesn't know what's yeah. going on you can tell he's like trying to think of a one line <laughs> trying his yeah. best like, yeah and like ming na wen her character is like they portray her as some sort of buzzsaw so it's like like she just stands there with her one expression and then when it comes time to fight she just yeah. fights people and it's like well you can't really relate to her sky you could sort of relate who they've changed her name to daisy now you could sort of relate to and then they gave her superpowers and now it's like okay well oh, what? i mean she had a lot of stuff going on from day one too yeah <laughs> you're like hey, oh, well okay and then some of the other people are just terrible actors well, <laughs> the, the one that you had to relate to at that point was sky because she was yeah. the one who was new to shield so she was our entrance into that world right like she was the audience self-insertion point where we don't know what this agency really is other than the glimpses of her that we get in these movies and Mm -hmm. now we get to be introduced to it because she's being introduced to it yeah she was the audience but then once we got introduced to it and it was all torn apart in the first season (laughs) like you know she just became another person who was in there already and there were new characters introduced but we didn't you know, we did. We they didn't matter at that point. Yeah, and absolutely. at that point, we were just looking for someone to like. We didn't need a uh, audience surrogate anymore. And then they were just doing the thing, like they were trading bad one-liners all the time, like in the Expendables two, like where it was fun for the Expendables one, but when there was a second one, it was like eh, this was unnecessary. Maybe, maybe, maybe speak for yourself here, but I don't think I would have seen Expendables one if I hadn't seen it with like ten friends and was like seven beers in. <laughs> That's the point. Well, that's not true. I would have went to go see it anyway because I love that. 
Uh, but yeah, I didn't. I never saw Expendables three. I'll tell you that much because I watched two and I was like, this ain't no good. What a hero. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just fool me twice. Like, exactly. It was it was a total fool me twice. Shame on me situation. Um, sticking with TV. Sure. FX dropped their X Men spinoff called Legion. Yes. Um, Thoughts? I really dug this teaser. <laughs> yeah, looked pretty cool. I mean, I'm in. Yeah, I, this was a good trailer to me. This was the best trailer they released for all of their like, other than. Well, I, I, I'm not even really counting Luke Cage. Now, that is was just this a series awesome. or is it a TV movie? Because I've seen both. <laughs> no, it's a TV series. Okay, I think. Well, let me quick check. Uh, it says series, eight episodes on it's FX. Like a miniseries, then. That's yeah, or early 2000s. Well, it'll be an eight episode first season, and then I imagine if. If it Except, says Gangbusters, yeah, it'll yeah. be get a huge, uh, you know... I'm, I'm normally not an X-Men sort of guy, but having what I'm imagining is, like, completely original characters, mm-hmm. I think this could be a way in for me. And I really like the way that this trailer looks. <laughs> yes. Like it's got a very strong visual style, which is usually my, you know, Achilles heel. You can usually get me even on a bad movie or show with something like that. Um... No, I'm I'm excited. I, I didn't think I would be. You told me to watch this trailer. I'm like I'm like X Men related TV series. Who fuck cares? Yeah. And then I watched it. Like you know what? I the fuck care. Yeah, it, like it was it was just really cool the way they did it, and I'm excited to see them tap into because they've got so much meat on the bone there just with the X Men universe, right? Yeah, yeah, and of course. They've kind of been stuck in. I guess neutral's generous with uh, the Wolverine stuff going on, and uh, well, it seems to kind of revolve around that. Right? Apocalypse wasn't very good, and like you can talk about who you think like the main characters of the X Men yeah. movies have been, but generally it's Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, and well, and it's Wolverine, Fox. and it's Wolverine, and it's Wolverine, and there's tons of X Men, and like, granted, Wolverine's a cool and popular one, and you know Hugh Jackman plays the hell out of that character. Yes. But, you know, there's plenty of other places to go and ways to do it. And I think having a completely original cast of characters in a serial is a great way to explore that. Aubrey Plaza is going to be I saw that. I, she saw her for like half a second. I'm like, hold on a tick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to look yeah. this up. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it looks really good. And I'm pretty sure these are all original characters, too. I don't think that they are... Like if they are, they they were only mentioned in passing and stuff like well, that. What in the I'm pretty sure it's an entirely tertiary like that, sort of like the Netflix, um, yeah, uh, Marvel series where it's yes. like, okay, well, we know that the Avengers exist in this universe, and they mention them from time to mm-hmm. time, and you know, there will probably be a passing mention to like, oh, you know, Xavier School, ha ha ha, you know, in the first episode or something like that. Um, but uh, to it would be interesting to have it be completely fresh and completely original. And, you know, I'm going in with the same background as you are, and they're only barely tangentially related to this greater universe that we know exists. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think, I think they should do the exact same thing with this as, as they do with the Netflix where they 
acknowledge that it's there, but they don't tie in directly. Tie yeah, tie themselves like they don't handcuff. Yeah, themselves like I don't want to see like Sean Ashmore show up in like episode six of this show. You know what? I mean? <laughs> no, I mean if they wanted to give me, I mean I'm sure you could get somebody. Or I'm sure you could, but I don't necessarily want or need that. No, you know? and uh, like I get it. <laughs> Yeah. the same way as Chris Evans didn't have to show up on Daredevil to save the day. Absolutely. Um, and and just that was the that was the way to do it I think for 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 this series. I'm I'm super excited for this series. I think out of all the stuff Marvel It's actually now looking back and it was one of my issues with um mm-hmm. the first season finale for Flash actually. Which was that they brought the Arrow in to help him fight his enemy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I mean Granted, but that seems kind of deus ex machina. But, I mean, as that universe kind of became more paired together, like those shows have gone on now for a while and kind of crossed over where necessary, it feels more natural. Mm-hmm. But that didn't seem in character for where Aldi was at that point at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, especially with what he was doing. In yeah, his, it just very much felt yeah. like it's a season finale, so here's our three superheroes versus this villain, and it doesn't feel like the Flash really earned that victory, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, they they ended it with the run, Barry, run thing. At the they end did, yeah. I, they knew. What I they mean, were they pulled it off. I, I still like that episode, and I mean, we've we've talked about this a lot. <laughs> I just I want to go back to the X Men thing for a yeah, second definitely. because that's what we're actually talking about here, not Flash. <laughs> Do you get the feel? Well, no, I just mean just this whole franchise in general, oh. not just Lee. Do you feel like they're ready? Because I, I feel like Fox is is just waiting for the opportunity to insert Deadpool into everything that they're doing and use him as the new Wolverine, where Ryan Reynolds poster will just boy. pop up. Yeah, he'll just he'll be their poster boy and he'll just pop up in everything, and then and you know, and I guess I'll, people will love it. I'll have to deal with it because I fucking hate that character. Yeah. So, I mean, I just. Um, I, I, I get that feeling and it makes me want to throw up in my mouth is, is what I'm saying. I, I mean, you know what? I, I think they will. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, I wish they wouldn't, but I mean, yeah, I get that. The sense, numbers are on their side. I mean, you're going to do family guy, family guy ran for, uh, uh, is working on like season 13 or some nonsense. You, you, you and I aren't even a vocal minority. <laughs> no, no, no. The, no uh, the, the, yeah. There's, there's, there's too many. There's just too many idiots. We're dropping the bucket, and the bucket has spoken. <laughs> That's true. And the bucket loves Family Guy and and Deadpool and Donald Trump and God, I can't. This. <laughs> God, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible world we live in. Um, you have anything else you want to mention about Legion? Uh, not especially. I mean, I, I don't recognize any of the characters that were in it so far. And uh, oh, the, the I, one I, thing I did want to mention is um. Hmm. It looks like they're kind of going in a similar route to what I thought and what we kind of got out of Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. where the the guy who I'm really expecting is the main character from that teaser uh, looks like he's dealing with some mental health issues on top of having superpowers. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, I th- like I think he's like supposed to be a schizophrenic. Yeah, the pre- the premise of the show is he thinks he's a schizophrenic. Or people are diagnosing him as a schizophrenic, but really he's a mutant who probably has some telekinesis, and he's hearing other people. He's hearing other people's thoughts in his head, and they're and he's trying to you know justify he, it in whatever way he can. 
Yeah, yeah, and then he's going to use his, whatever his power ends up being, whether it's, you know, telekinesis or if he has some sort of body switching, they seem like they did some sort of body switching power as well, so he had some sort of Freaky Friday power, and he's going to use it to, you know, save people or or be be a hero, basically. And the best part of this is, much like in the CW shows, presumably, they will have access to the bottom end of the X-Men roster, right? Like like the, the, the middle to bottom tier of the X-Men roster, which features a lot of lovable guys that you can... Oh, I see. Similar to the CW first, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Similar to those shows where you can find, like... You know, like, hey, we need a filler guy for like this Captain episode Boomerang. of Arrow, so uh, the Firefly, sure. <laughs> yeah, Captain Boomerang and Deadshot can have a uh, can have a, a place to live, right, on the CW. Yeah, exactly. And uh, even though Deadshot's about to shock the world, apparently, in the Suicide Squad movie, but... <laughs> Uh, so I guess that's a bad example, but you see where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even even lesser tier than that, right? Like, you know, yeah. Count Vertigo and shit like that. Yeah, like like the Morlocks, you know, like the Morlocks could, could show up on, uh... <laughs> yeah, or yeah, could show up on, uh, Spike, that's another one, yeah. The guys of that ilk could show, could show up on, uh, the, the FX show. I, I hope they dip into the roster a little bit, like, I hope it's... Not entirely. I'm, I'm okay with if they want, like, all these original characters to be the basis of the show, but, you know, dip into the roster. I mean, it's there, right? It's there for a reason. Use it. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm just saying I don't need Ryan Reynolds or, or you know, no, Professor no, no, X or anyone I'm to show up on the show. Professor X or I, I'm not saying we need anybody, but um, like I said, there's there's other people you can use, right? Like, yeah, and I mean, not that they're original characters, but they're ones that have not been used before in the, yeah. in, the in wider media. Like, use the fucking blob for all I care. <laughs> Throw him out there. And the blob would be uh, so boom, good on one of these. Boom, right? Like, there you go. There, there's there's some like that. Boom, boom. Uh, skids. Uh, oh, who's who's the... Oh, Jubilee. Nobody's used Jubilee properly. <laughs> Throw Jubilee out there. Uh, oh, God. Who was the pop star that was the mutant? Dazzle. Right? Dazzler, right? Yeah, so. Dazzler, that's it. Yeah, use the Dazzler. Have some pop star that they all go, like they all go see a pop star, and it turns out she's a mutant and it's Dazzler. There you go, <laughs> Legion, ready for it, January two thousand seventeen, I believe. So Marvel mm-hmm. announced a bunch of castings. Yes. And despite what CNN thinks, Brie Larson is not playing Shazam. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna make that comment too. Damn it, you made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll see, and then it took two minutes to research that, you fuck. Yeah, well, obviously they only took one minute. They were like, Captain Marvel, oh, some goddamn Shazam. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Batson, that doesn't sound right, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Brie Larson, it's been rumored for a while, they made it official, but Brie Larson is our Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Ms. Marvel, as I like to call her. Uh, yeah. the, the movie channel on YouTube that I'm always uh, pimping, uh, Movies with Mikey on Chainsaw Suit Original, uh, Brie Larson is someone that he is, like, all over. <laughs> Just as an actress in general, like, mm. he constantly says, my boo, Brie Larson. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, uh, good enough for him, good enough for me. Uh, I think that I will, and I mentioned this the other day, uh, have to take some time to... Uh, familiarize myself with some of her catalog because, like, Oscar-nominated, as I recall. Yes. Like, for uh, Room. Oscar-winner, not Oscar-nominated. Right, yeah, for Room. Yeah. Not The Room. Don't get that twisted. <laughs> um, Captain Marvel's been getting a huge push over the last... Sorry, Ms. Marvel, because the true Captain Marvel's on the DC side on this podcast. But Ms. Marvel is... Uh, 
been getting a big uh, push because basically Marvel's got that Civil War two thing going on right now, but instead of Iron Man versus Captain America, it's Iron Man versus uh, Captain Marvel, which has been I think the best meme I saw of <laughs> the one was uh, somebody the gif of uh, <laughs> Brie Larson going, "Look at me, look at me." I'm the captain now. And then it showed Chris Evans, like, putting his head in his yeah, hand. Yeah, I, saw <laughs> I saw that one. That was pretty good. <laughs> like, I'm the captain now. That was great. Um, yeah, great casting. Can't wait for the movie. It'll be, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Sure. Yeah. Tie us back yeah, into, I, because uh, I don't know the character super well, but I believe there's some cosmic origins there, and we might get some uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy crossover happening. Most likely. Most likely. Which you <laughs> Yeah, segues us into, nicely done, sir, into Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Again, rumored uh, for a while. Yeah, well, we knew he was in the movie. We just didn't know who he was playing. We had a guess. <laughs> and everybody, well, the big rumor that everybody figured was yeah. have him play Star-Lord's dad, because it just makes perfect sense. Kurt Russell would just fit like a glove. Yeah, exactly. As, the role that he was born to play. <laughs> yeah, as star just would fit like a glove as Star-Lord's dad in... Uh, God, like it, it, he would basically be. Kurt, you'll uh, be playing the human. It's the role I yeah. was born to play. <laughs> yeah, it, but it was basically he would basically be Big Trouble in Little China, but in space, right? Sure, and it yes. was it just it would be <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> exactly, right? Like it's a, as I say that out loud, I'm like, why do we not already have this copyright? Copyright. <laughs> yeah, it, it, basically that. But they threw us a little curveball. As he's now playing Ego, the Living Planet, because he's not going to be playing like he's still playing Star Lord's dad, but apparently they're spitting off the Living Planet, and Ego is going to be Star Lord's dad. I'm interesting. I'm, I'm interested to hear how they spin that web. I'm guessing he's able to change sizes between a giant planet with a face on it <laughs> and a human being able to impregnate a human female from Earth. Hey, can I just can I just drop the pretense here for a second? Died of cancer. In the can, I just, can I just drop the pretense here for a second? Comics are stupid. <laughs> oh, they're incredibly stupid. And we talked yesterday about, or not yesterday, or the other day on the DC one about how uh, Marvel usually steals all their stuff from DC, but the but one of the few things DC stole from them was Aquaman being yeah, like uh, some Aquaman being reinvented as Namor. Yeah. Yeah, basically being reinvented as Namor. Uh, this is another one, the Living Planet thing, because DC has their own Living Planet uh, thing. It doesn't have a face on it, but it's a planet that is a Green Lantern, right? Oh, <laughs> like yeah, he's a member right. of the Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that was another thing, but, like, theirs doesn't have a giant face on the side. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Ego, the Living Planet does. So I'm, I'm interested to see if they put, if, if they give, like, if they do, like, here's a planet with a face on it, give it Kurt Russell's face, right? Like, don't give it, like... Because in, in the comic, it's like a kind of, it's got like a mustache and just looks I, like yeah, a I think I saw uh, like a, an image that someone posted like next to, you know, a photo of Kurt Russell. And it looked like yeah. the moon from Majora's Mask. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it is, right? And it, it's, and yeah, similar to that. Like saying, give it Kurt Russell's face. Like, give it that that strong Kurt Russell chin, right? Like, like <laughs> Yeah, now I'm picturing, uh, did you ever watch Rick and Morty? <laughs> No. Oh, okay. There's one uh, episode with like living planets that basically force them into like a, a American Idol sort of style contest. Just, Show me what you got. <laughs> just destroy the weather on their planet. Yeah, I'm. I'm. 
really excited for this. I couldn't believe they didn't, because I know they finished shooting Guardians of the Galaxy, so I, I the, the second one, I couldn't believe they didn't have a trailer. That was the thing I was looking, because I didn't know I was getting a Justice League trailer, right? I, th- I thought for sure we were getting a, uh, but Marvel's got their own, like, Disney con coming up soon, so that's probably where so, they'll, yeah. uh, they'll probably drop the, guard. they're probably saving the Guardians of the Galaxy oh, trailer. Oh, probably get a new, um, uh, Star Wars trailer as well for, um, uh, Rogue that's One, Rogue One. Yeah. Well, they 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 already announced that. That's another thing we didn't get to. It was, um, or we haven't discussed on this pod yet, mm-hmm. is that Darth Vader is officially going to be in Rogue One, which I had previously said. Yeah. Well, and I've heard this, and I don't know how true it is, or if it was just rumor, or if it's been confirmed. But apparently, like Rogue One is going to end like with the beginning of A New Hope. <laughs> like it's going to yeah. go right up to that minute. Yeah, like where he, you know, you're part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor, right? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, but it's just good because, like, this way, <laughs> the last image of one of the greatest movie villains of all time will no longer be, no, <laughs> right? So this is, I mean, even if Rogue One is mediocre, like the Force Awakens, uh, at, at the very least. It, it will wash the sour taste of no. <laughs> just, you oh were the God. chosen one. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, my God. favorite line in any Star Wars movie. You were the chosen. <laughs> uh, so bad. You can't win, Anakin. I have the higher ground. <laughs> this I have plus one to my agility when I'm up this high. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was able to kill Darth Maul when he had the higher ground. <laughs> yeah. So let's not pay so attention bad. to that though. Yeah, so dumb. And he had much higher ground, too. Get me out of this tube. (laughs) Yeah. Tube. Oh, my God. Um, I am so excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. Rogue One, I'm I'm tepid on. I think it's going to be good. I I would really like I'll watch it for the soundtrack alone. Yeah. That's enough for me. I I really want it to. (laughs) Yeah, I want it to be a good standalone movie. I really do. I, I, I... just let's, let's I, have I have high hopes, but I mean, we've talked about been, our feelings on episode seven ad nauseum, so let's not get too deep into it. No, I understand. It's been 30 years. Let's have a good Star Wars movie. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Black Panther. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. Black Panther. Started, oh, my God. My <laughs> all of the, oh, my God. And all of the go. castings. All of the castings. Just, oh, my God. Like, okay, explain we to me like, who these characters are because well, you mentioned their names to me. I, I know the actors. Um, yeah, well, Michael B. Jordan, as you know, who who is my current one of my current man crushes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's playing Killmonger, who's uh, quite the, the name, but sure. Um, basically, Black Panther's nemesis. Yeah, yeah, his main nemesis, kind of his Lex Luthor, if you will. I'm trying to think of a really good comparison where they're basically it, they're the yin and yang. Because one guy's from a different tribe, right? And Killmonger thinks he should be the Black Panther because he's more worthy, and and they'll do that whole okay. His, you his know, Loki, <laughs> kinda little little bit, but like you know better. Yeah. And uh, I just oh, it's so good, and they have so many good fight scenes in the in the, like in the comics that just that that go it just oh god so many so good what's his deal is he just like a warlord or is he like he's a warlord he like from a, a, a super villain in his own right super super villain but he's also like the, the the black panther where he's not an not an idiot 
He's a tremendous warrior. He can go toe-to-toe with, I personally think he could beat Captain America. Um, and just he goes toe-to-toe with the Black Panther because Black Panther versus Captain America. I'm thinking Black Panther all day. And, uh, man, like, just Killmonger. He's just so good. And Michael B. Jordan versus friggin' Chadwick Boseman, right? I'm just, oh, God. And then, Amen. if that... And then they kept it going because Lupita Nyong'o, who we knew was going to be in mm-hmm. it, and unlike the previously mentioned Star Wars, they're not going to hide her behind some stupid-ass thing with butthole eyes. Uh, God, that was dumb. You, Star Wars. Uh, she's going to play Malice. Who is, <laughs> well, she, they announced that she's playing Malice, mm-hmm. who is one of the Dora Milaje that basically oh like character, that that uh, that sect of women warriors <laughs> yeah the women body like super assassin like african assassin ninjas that are his the the personal bodyguards of of the black panther okay so i'm looking at imdb right now and it's uh nakia 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 yeah that's her character she eventually becomes malice so she'll likely be be the one that like his friend the entire and then at the end of the movie she'll probably turn so that they can have something for Black Panther too. But oh, basically, what I'm okay, she's one of the the Dora Dora Milaje, and so she's super trained and and his bodyguard. But she falls in love with him, and the Dora Milaje are supposed to be untouched. Is the thing like and like Jedi, <laughs> very much yeah, <laughs> and. Mephisto one time takes over who's, you know, another one of the, the, the evil spirit monsters that Black Panther always has to fight in, you know, his like nether world of the in his in like the spirit world sure. that they have where, where the one spirit of the, one of the prime evils from the Diablo games. <laughs> exactly. Mephisto takes over his body one time and he or t- like t- basically takes over his mind and, and he makes out with Nakia and then she falls in love with him even though he's like you know, Black Panther has several other women that he's interested in, Storm among them. And also her character is supposed to be, in the comic, was supposed to be young, like 17. Mm-hmm. So it was not only supposed to be forbidden, but also... For, for several reasons. <laughs> yeah, for several reasons it was it was forbidden. And uh, Black Panther was just like, friggin' uh, T'Challa was also not that guy. And... God, oh god, it's just so good. And then, so as so she eventually becomes the spurned lover and turns herself into the becomes the character known as Malice, you know, appropriate, mm-hmm. and just, just becomes this super cool ninja chick who he always has to fight and stuff like that, and and never wants to take down because he feels he can turn her right or he can bring her back. It's just oh, so good. And they kept it going with I have no idea how to pronounce this woman's name, uh, Diana Garina. Uh, but she plays Michonne on the Walking Dead show, okay. which Michonne is a really cool character in the comic books. I'm sure she's sort of awesome on the show. The show I do not like, therefore I do not this watch the it. The one you were talking about before, where she like ties zombies to herself that have been like neutered <laughs> yeah, to basically. ward off other zombies. <laughs> Absolutely, real cool character. But she also does the thing where like she talks to herself. Where she did the thing where she was like talking. You think she's talking to someone, and then in the last frame it switches, and you're like, no, she's just fucking crazy, and it's just. Really cool. And I don't know if they did any other show, but again, that's not... She's basically going to play the head of the Dora Milaje okay. in this in this movie. So those were the... And then they had the shot of the, the three of them announced with Chadwick Boseman and uh, uh, Ryan Coogler, the director. And I was just like, oh my God, oh, oh my God. Like, I need this movie. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, it just sucks because, like, 
in, in very soon my my long awaited Suicide Squad like wait will be over and then the Black Panther watch begins yeah. right and it's just like so basically if I had like one of those timers on my wall where it was like you know this man this many's till mm-hmm. <laughs> Black Panther I would basically push a button and it would reset and be like this yeah. many or like this yeah. many still Suicide Squad I would Die push it <laughs> yeah this many still. <laughs> Black Panther, and I was just like, oh, God, 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 give it to me now, please. Oh, so good. Uh, So I think that's it for Marvel, Uh, unless I've forgotten anything. I think that's it. But a couple other fun things to mention. Fantastic Beasts. And where to find them. You're a big old... uh, Big old Harry Potter fan. Big old Harry Potter fan, and I'm just going to say this. This will be the one thing I say about this. I mean, go for it, but... (laughs) Colin Farrell mm-hmm. with a Harry Potter wand yep. already worth the price of admission. Yeah, that, and that was all I needed. All I needed was the one shot of Colin Farrell looking with his hair you know that fade, look, <laughs> looking perfect, looking perfect, like as fuck, standing <laughs> with the wand. I don't even need him to say any sort of Harry Potter, Harry Potter enchantments or anything like that. All I needed was the shot of him, hair looking perfect, hero shot with the wand. You fuck you, take my money. Right? Yeah, I mean, yes, it's a Harry Potter movie. Like, I mean, I was already on board. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a couple other points to suggest about uh, Colin Farrell. Um, I don't know if it's just the way he's, like, dressed and has his hair in this movie, but is he George Clooney in five years? <laughs> Could be. Who knows? <laughs> he's looking real good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, he never... Never not looked. Oh good. <laughs> no, I know, but now that he's reaching like you know, Clooney yeah. age, I mean, I mean, not much at all, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he's getting that touch of gray around the temples. He's looking real fun. Silver yeah, Panther, oh, <laughs> so sexy, so sexy. I was just like, I when he got that hero shot, I was just like, I'm in, I'm in. I mean, I was already gonna be in because I kind of like, I was, I, I was already in on the concept of it's Harry Potter, yeah, but without Harry Potter, yeah. And like the, the kind of annoying, yeah, yeah, and without the uh, kind of annoying subtext of the the teenage love triangle, yeah, and also we're going to set it in 1930s, 40s, 50s ish New York, mm-hmm. and it's going to be steampunky, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be like the wizard steampunk look that they've always had. I'm like, I was already in. I was already excited to go to the Harry Potter universe and not actually have to spend time with Harry Potter, as weird as that sounds. No, it makes complete sense. And uh, I heard it described one of the best ways was uh, people were complaining back in, like, 2010 or whatever it was. And they're like, oh, we're splitting the, you know, Deathly Hallows into two parts. Like, do we really need uh, an eighth Harry Potter movie? And the answer is fucking yes, of course we do. I mean... We love Harry Potter, and they could make 30 more movies and set it in that universe, and, I mean, people will just eat it up, right? And this is the first chance for us to go back, other than the the play that they're doing now, which is actually uh, featuring Harry Potter and the characters we know set, like, you know, 20 years in the future as adults and with their children and stuff like that, and is apparently doing very well. Uh, but, oh, yeah. but yeah, like, I mean, for people who have been fans for a long time, like this is their way back in and there's in a whole expanded universe that, you know, was barely hinted at. And now we get that sort of opportunity. Um, and I'm really excited to see what happens. Uh, yeah. Cause <laughs> that was the thing. Cause I didn't watch, I, honestly, Harry Potter wasn't my thing. It was, it was. I was a couple years after Harry Potter. My brother, who's a few years younger than mm-hmm. me, 
it hit him right on, like, just right on the head. Like, that was his thing. Harry Potter's his shit. Yeah, yeah. He lives and dies by it. He loves it. And so I was never really that into Harry Potter, but eventually, you know, my wife is totally that guy into it. Yeah. But, well, I, I just, I never had anything against Harry Potter. It's just, I was kind of You off. needed that push. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of needed to be pushed into it. It's just, I moved on to other things and, and you know, I was watching other. That's fair. Actually, uh, Harry Potter is one of the things that falls into my, uh, the, the speeder of, of fandoms of mine that was interrupted by what I call my too cool for school phase. Mm-hmm. Which is where, you know, I liked something as a kid, but then I hit high school and I'm like, nah, I don't want to be a fan of that anymore. It's for kids and for girls and I'm too cool for that. And then, you know, yeah. by the time I was like 19 or 20 and I was like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'm, I like Disney movies. I like Harry Potter. Like, I'm not going to yeah. pretend that I don't because I'm afraid yeah. of what people might think of me. Fuck. That's a real, that, that, that's a basically you just, you just described the moment when you become you. Yeah, exactly. Like, which, you know, cause basically you spend your teenage years trying to not be, I mean, the unfortunate thing right? is that it takes those really formative years for you to just stumble Absolutely. and fall. And yeah, that's just like, yeah, that's, that's just how it goes. Right. And like, you do hit that, yeah. it, you know, it takes years, but eventually you decide, Hey, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. No way to avoid it. Like if, 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 if like I'm about to turn 30, if 30 year old Matt Pierce went back, if you sent me back in time and saw the way I acted around people when I was 15, I'd punch myself in the back of the yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? like, like, I didn't, just, I didn't see that's just life. until last year. <laughs> yeah. Like, all sorts of stuff that kind of fell into that gap. There were a lot of Disney stuff I didn't see and was, frankly, fantastic. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, this was one of those things where I read, like, the first four Harry Potter books and then was like, okay, well, now I'm going to not read Harry Potter and not watch any of the movies. Until mm-hmm. like 2011, when the final ones were coming out, I had friends who were interested in seeing them, and I'm like, cool, but I need to catch up on four books and seven movies first, and yeah. I did because I'm me, and I did it all in like a weekend. <laughs> but uh, but like yeah. my thing was what I wanted to say was when I was going back and rewatching it mm-hmm. with uh, my wife, we got to the fourth one, I believe it is. The fourth one, the fourth movie. That's the one with the, like, the turtles. Yeah, yeah, right? the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. So that, yeah, so the Goblet of Fire I'm watching, and they have this thing where it's like the, 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 the wizard tournament, mm-hmm. and other schools show up, and there was like that cool. Yeah, the intro, like, really coming down in like the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was like the all girls school with, where they, they, the, the French girls showed up, and they had like doves and stuff like that. And then there was like the Russian school where the Russians showed up and were doing like, backflips and shit and have like yeah, fire staffs. <laughs> yeah, and they had fire staffs and stuff. And I was like, wait, hold on. Like, there are other. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That we can visit, like we don't have to spend time with Harry and his his ginger friend, you know, like like we can just like we can go elsewhere. Why aren't we spending more time with these people, right? Like I was the like, great thing is, is uh, oh. J.K. Rowling, the saint that she is, is kind of slowly trickling this information out to fans through Pottermore now. Yeah. Or like leading up to this film, there's been a lot of information released about like Ivermorny, which is the American wizarding school. And what the four houses there are, and they're all related to like these uh, Native American spirit animals and stuff like that. It's like it's all really cool. So you can do like another sorting hat test now to figure out like which American yeah. school you fit into, and it doesn't line up one to one with uh, like the ones that we already like Slytherin and all. Yeah, no, like, because it, it because you know they were the ones where it's like you know Gryffindor, the brave ones. Uh, Slytherin are kind of like the the cunning ones that are you know up for their own ends and Ravenclaw yeah, the smart ones. Yeah, exactly. And then like this one is like okay, well you know this 
the American school basically comes down to what part of your being do you emphasize more. So it's like body, spirit, mind, and uh, like soul or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they don't line up one to one. So there's all these people who are like, you know, I'm a Slytherin, but I'm also a Pukwudgie or whatever the one is, you know. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh wow. So you know, you kind of see like what the combinations are, and it's it's like doing like a Myers Briggs test almost. Yeah, I, I just would have much rather done that than sat in that tent in the forest in that that one movie. That was a bad movie. I, I like that movie, but I've explained that to you in person why it built a lot yeah. of tension that I. And that we didn't mm-hmm. have, and it gave us the opportunity to spare. <laughs> yeah, that really ran into us how hard and how difficult this war was, and how yeah. insurmountable the odds were, and how they were getting nothing done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I like I said, I'm excited to go into the Harry Potter universe, but not spend time with Harry Potter. I think, I think, I think it'll be. Yeah, there's a whole other a universe, and I mean, this is not even yeah. like, like you couldn't be mentioned. The only person who might be in this, or not be in this, but be mentioned at least is Dumbledore, because he's the old, the old yeah. enough. <laughs> That's true. Well, magic, you know. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it is a thing. <laughs> now apparently live to be like 394. <laughs> I don't think he'll be exactly. mentioned. Uh, anything else you want to mention about uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts and where to find Based on it? some of the action, not that we actually got a lot of it, like we got a couple close shots. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm just going to throw this out there. Colin Farrell's waving that wand around kind of violently. I think he might be the villain of this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's a good chance. I, if I were to place money on it, I would say he is, yeah. Uh, other thing That's, is, uh, Ezra Miller's in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but It's his year. It's his year. Yeah, it might be his year. I don't know yeah. who he's playing. <laughs> and as far as I could tell, was maybe doing the voiceover at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I'm kind of interested to see where that goes. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but like I said, I would watch 30 more Harry Potter movies. Uh, I'm excited for, like, three more trailers for this. <laughs> Although I think it's coming out fairly soon, so I don't think we'll get them. Yeah, it comes out in November. So, yeah, I think it's October or November. Yeah, it's not too far, and I'm looking forward to it. I like that we don't have to wait very long for that no, one. No, yeah, and I'm uh, excited to see, like, you know, Harry Potter and Doctor Strange on back-to-back weekends. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a big magic uh, end of 2016. Yep. Couple more trailer talks and we'll get out. A couple, couple quickie reactions and we'll get out of here. Uh, did you see the King Arthur trailer? I did yes. What'd you think of it? Um, that trailer had a lot of different tones in it. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Because it, it starts it off total... feeling like like a Knight's Tale. <laughs> yeah, and then kind of ends off feeling kind of like Game of Thrones, sort of uh, you know, like the Viking show that I think is on HBO. It was it was absolutely a Guy Ritchie trailer. Yeah, like it absolutely. started it started off it started off as as like you said a Knight's Tale. It was it was a Knight's Tale sprinkled in with a little bit of Snatch sprinkled in was a little bit of Game of Thrones because there were actually some of the game of, like people from Game of Thrones were in there uh, specifically the dude who plays Tywin was was rather prevalent in this. And, Tywin, I didn't see him. Yeah, the guy who played Charles Tywin Lannister. Yeah, was was in that trailer. Oh, I saw Bruce Bolton. Oh yeah, sorry. That's who. Oh, okay, was. okay. Bruce Bolton. Sorry. Yeah, and uh, Aiden Gillen. <laughs> yeah, I messed that up. Uh, Michael McElhatton or something. Oh, I think. Like that, is. Yeah. Uh, so, I, no, I, I would have seen Charles dance if you were. <laughs> I'd already be it, buying a ticket. I also, I'm sure you noticed in Demon Hunchu was yes. it? <laughs> who? God, I love that name. <laughs> what a great name. Uh... First time I ever saw in Demon Honshu, he was on an episode of, uh, first thing I ever remember him from, he was in one episode of uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, wow, really? 
Yeah, yeah, boy, you're going way back like car seats on that one. Jesus Christ. Um, Baby Diamond Hansel. <laughs> in Demon Honshu. Uh, God, I love that name. Because it sounds like something, uh, oh, God, E. Honda would have said. <laughs> right? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, don't scoink! <laughs> oh, good. Uh,. Man, I I mean, yeah, it just it was a total Guy Ritchie trailer. I don't it 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 seems like it's a it's a five o'clocker to me. Well, I'm I actually think. hoping they do with it, and I was kind of getting this impression too, because you get the impression that it might all be happening sort of as a flashback, where mm-hmm. um, Bruce Bolton is interviewing Arthur and kind of getting his take on events that have already happened. Yeah. Um, but the vibe that I was getting is that. It will be sort of like that, and depending on like who's giving the interview, it might have different tones like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I was actually getting a vibe of. Um, did you ever play Dragon Age Two? Uh no. Okay, at the beginning of it, it's kind of like your tutorial mission. So you know how in video games sometimes there's like a tutorial. They'll be like, "Okay, here's your character, and you've got all the powers," and it gives you a chance to kind of try everything before they Metroid you and you start with nothing again. <laughs> Okay. Um, so they did it in like, uh, they do it a lot of games around this time. Like this is like 2009, 2011 around then where it's like, you've got everything. And it happened in Assassin's Creed too, where you are, you are, um, not Ezio, the first dude, Altair. Altair. And then you do your mission, but you fuck it up real bad. And your assassin boss is like, I'm going to strip you of all of your equipment and then give it back to you slowly. <laughs> you know, that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. So the way it works in Dragon Age 2 is, um, this dwarf character that you're uh, eventually joins your party in the game, he's being interviewed by an inquisitor, and the inquisitor's like, you know, tell us of how you met the character that you're playing. Um, and he tells you, and the first time he starts telling the story, he's like exaggerating, so it shows like you in a field just like, you know, hitting A and just tearing through like seven enemies and like blood splattering everywhere and people exploding when you punch them, and it's like, well, it basically starts you off with all your powers. And you're just wrecking shop. And then, like, it does, like, a hard, like, smash cut back to, like, the interview scene. She's like, that's not how it happened. (laughs) Tell me how it really happened. And he's like, okay, well, it was probably more like this. And then it puts you in, like, you know, you you was level one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, there could be, like, some huge action scene at the beginning. And, you know, then the interviewer's like, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) So. I just just saw David Beckham's in this. So I'm I'm out. (laughs) If David Beckham's in it, I'm out. Oh. I don't, screw David Beckham. <laughs> they, they gave it their best shot. Yeah, they gave it their best I don't shot. I what to say to that. Uh, yeah. One other thing I will say, uh, there was definitely some, like, steady cam GoPro stuff in this trailer. Yeah, like like some parkour. <laughs> yeah. like, like, we've definitely strapped the camera yeah, to the shoulder, actor. yeah. I'm going to be, you know, squirrel suit jumping off of this cliff right now. <laughs> Um, and also there were a couple scenes where it showed Arthur, uh, looking like he was wearing like a tan trench coat with like a sort of like pouch suit on underneath it. And he kind of looked like Bane from, uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I did a little bit. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) I was wondering what we'd break first. (laughs) Which is fun because they didn't go into this movie. Uh, Come on, you're a big guy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He wasn't that. <laughs> we could go full circle. Oh God, it's all it's all coming together. <laughs> it would uh, be very painful <laughs> for you, for you. 
If I remove this sword from the stone, what will happen? Come on, you're a big guy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, one last thing, and then we'll get out of here. Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 2. Um, everything you need from an Ash vs. Evil Dead trailer. Yeah, I don't Finally. really have anything more to say. Yeah, is there anything else you need to say? I, mean, I, I saw Army of Darkness live on this podcast under protest, and... Um, oh, I under protest. It's good. Well, it's a not, good movie. It's not so bad. <laughs> It's good. It's exactly what it's Dude, supposed to be. The criticism I've heard recently leveled against that movie is that Ash is a character who's basically thrown into that movie and generally doesn't give a shit about any of the situations he's in, and it kind of feels like uh, Beyond Thunderdome in that way. Yeah. Or Mad Max is just like, you know, oh, not Beyond Thunderdome, um, Road Warrior. Yes. Where Mad Max is like, I don't care what your deal is, I just want gas. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not joining your team, I don't care, I don't care. Like, he's just there. Get out of here. And you kind of get that deal with Ash, too, at the beginning of the movie. But once he starts actually being like, no, we need to fight these guys, you start caring less about that guy. He just seems less yeah. interesting at that point. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of true. And, I mean, you know, congrats to the Star Series because they, they got a second season out of this show and they're going ham on it. And, I mean, yeah, this trailer was full of ridiculous action crap. And, I mean, the, the scene of him in what looked like Spring Break, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start that trailer. Yeah. Just, I'm just gonna plunge my chainsaw hand in this keg, and while you know <laughs> these kids who are like a third my age are cheering. <laughs> oh boy. So I mean, I'm, there are lots of people who love that character and love that universe, and more power to them. They're getting more of this show, but uh, not for me. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm I. Give it all. Give it to me now. Is what I say. I can't wait for all the first season. I did. It was incredible. Yeah. It, it was exactly what you wanted to be. Well then, yeah. <laughs> it it was just them running around, Ash being an idiot, and occasionally doing the right thing, and uh, stuff exploding, and it, it it was like Walking Dead, but fun. <laughs> like, that's how I describe it. <laughs> it's like The Walking Dead, only fun. And stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, and stuff happens. <laughs> Uh, we'll see if stuff continues to happen in season two. Um, anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it. I think we covered all of Marvel. So that, that's it. That that, does that's it all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that does it for our Comic-Con. Another Comic-Con in the books. Yeah. And uh, that's it for for the Crossover Podcast. <laughs> crossover Podcast available on Facebook.com slash the Crossover Podcast. The Crossover Podcast.com uh, is where we stream our Right. You can email us at uh, uh, contact at thecrossoverpodcast.com, um, soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast, uh, Twitter account at empire6. Uh, shout out to all the Potter and family guys that are helping us out. Uh, we're going to do a big... Uh, we got a lot of retweets of- yesterday. Uh, that reminds me, yeah. if you are turning in today and somehow missed it, uh, we talked all things DC Universe uh, trailer that came out uh, on yesterday's yeah. episode. So. Star Trek and, and, and other, other... We talked to King Kong for br- briefly on the, on the last okay. one, so if you missed... Uh, this is part two, so if you missed part one, go check that King out. King Kong, Candy Apple Island. <laughs> we're going to Candy Apple Island. Well, I got that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to do a big shout-out to everybody and our, our, our most of the Potter and Family guys who help us out. Uh, we're going to start naming names, basically, on, on our Centennial episode, which is coming up real soon. So, Kevin Miller, thanks for coming out. Thanks for sitting also through. Also the grind. Yeah. <laughs> like a marathon yeah, week of podcast. <laughs> big three hours this week. Uh, three hours plus of, of us talking stuff. 
So it's actually, it brings it full circle because that's about as long as our first podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I got to go uh, put in a little bit more work because I got to get ready for next week. We're going to be talking uh, the Olympics. Uh, Craig Neal is going to come on. And we're going to talk about ways ways to fix the Olympics, make it more interesting, <laughs> so that people remember what it is. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, let's just say, if you're a fan of dressage, uh, probably not listen to the podcast because I'm going to tear dressage in half. On oh, yeah, you're going to piss off all of our fans that are into dressage. <laughs> they were never listening. They were waiting, baited for us for this episode, and you just pissed them all off. Yeah, that's true. Probably lost all of our dressage. Good day, yeah. sir. And they put on their yeah, top take- hat and leave. <laughs> I say good day to you, sir. Good <laughs> God. Pardon my French, Pierce. But you're an asshole. asshole. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kevin Miller, take care, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Crossword Podcast. Good night.